Y'all gonna take up, put that on. Hold up, wait, life straight. Hold up, wait, ice skate. Hold up, wait, crime pay. Hold up, wait, slack, slack. 20 cars, Matt Black, surfing at a wrist car, 10 to pink toes. podcast i'm here max reigns joined by always joined always by my guy will egan co-host co-producer hey. i just fumbled over my words i don't know good if start i missed yeah first episode in like two months so uh good start for your boys right here but uh will, hey, it's all good we ain't perfect we ain't perfect what's up mate, what's up, mate? uh not much just sipping on some Juice here. Yes, sir. Um, I'm sipping on some lemon blueberry lemonade from Simply Lemonade. It's pretty Damn. fire. Fifty percent, fifty percent of your sugar intake in one serving for the day. So <laughs> you know it's full of nutrients. Um, yeah, for any of our skinny folk out there, you know, if you're trying to stay skinny, just sip on that all day. You'll just be a little skinny sugar rush kid. Yeah, skinny hoes only. Um, but no, I was just telling Max here before we hit record. Um, things have been good. Time is flying by. I can't believe it's almost June. Um, past couple months have been crazy. I feel like I was traveling a lot. Like I was out seeing in Tahoe, seeing Max, Ooh. doing a little skiing. Uh, went to San Francisco to see some friends. Um, what else is going on? My parents were in Austin for a little bit, which was fun. Got to show them around again. It's always good to see nice. the parents. Check in on them. Um, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Happy Mother's love Day you. to our own moms. Love you and yeah. love moms. You know, moms are a very um, important part of society. Yeah, we wouldn't be here without them. Um, but I was just telling Max, yeah, I'm like, just like, I got a lot of shit going on, like, outside of work. Like, I'm in two sports leagues. I'm in a book club, which is <laughs> just like, makes me want to vomit. Think, say, hearing those words come out of my mouth. Nah, but, nah, you, hey, you're an adult now, bro. That's, that's well, yeah, it's just like, you always heard about book clubs and shit, and <laughs> when you grew up and stuff, like, my mom is always in a book club and stuff, but it's actually pretty interesting. It's like through work and it's just like 10 guys, like my buddies at work and um, not all like business related. Like this is our first book. It's, it's called Never Split the Difference. It's basically about how to negotiate uh, better and negotiation tactics. So the author mm. is an, an ex uh, FBI hostage negotiator. Um, Damn. And he's like a Harvard, MIT like lecturer, and um, obviously, like there's a lot of negotiation that happens in like corporate America and like in sales, but every aspect of your life involves negotiation. 
whether always that's deals. Always, well yeah whether that's with like your friends or like just simple conversation or like with your partner or your spouse or kind of wherever so applicable in all different aspects of life so it's pretty interesting um i got a lot of reading to do before friday that's for sure <laughs> damn uh, bro your your book club meets on friday that's a very yeah move it's right like there, bro. friday at like 10 a.m um oh, great work that's sick yeah i mean yeah, it's I over like down, bro. yeah although yeah i feel like it'd be fun to like meet outside of work and sit around and chat Drink some beers. Yeah. Uh, but the the point of the book club being at 10 is so that you don't have to work on Friday morning. Yeah. It's honestly very smart. You know, I, I, I'm i starting to like this book club more and more. I'm understanding <laughs> why I'm joining it. You can do whatever you want on Thursday, wake up, and you're like, oh, all I got to do is the book club tomorrow. It's with the dogs. Yeah. Like, we're all, not I gotta do is, all I got to do is bullshit two key takeaways for my chapter. <laughs> Um, yeah, I could do that in my sleep, bro. I did that all yeah. through high school. But, yeah, I mean, we're not working very hard on Fridays anyways, yeah. so Thursdays are pretty fun. But besides that, uh, not a ton else is going on. I'm going to be seeing Max here in about a week and a half, which I'm super excited for, along with a lot of our other friends. Got, like, seven or eight guys heading down here to austin um for memorial day weekend which should be a lot of fun so really excited well, for that in addition to memorial day we're also celebrating a birthday the mates ought to know that co-host number one the first person to turn 25 congratulations to the boy will egan going down yeah, on may 30th that's a <laughs> A big one, bro. Halfway between thirty and twenty, it's uh. Yeah, it's kind of sickening. Yeah, I don't like it at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude. it's humbling, oh, but man, I mean, tw- gotta... twenty-five ain't bad. Like, nah. Tw- I still, still feel like I'm eighteen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Still running around like with a kid with the champs. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that. Like, I don't know. We've been out of college for two years, and yeah, twenty five is four years now. Twenty five is like holy shit! Like getting up there, but yeah, now you got to start. Still only halfway to thirty, so we got time to do yeah. a lot. Um, and you're the baby in the family too, so your siblings are all in their <coughs> the back half, of their twenties, early thirties. So they're yeah. looking at you like the baby, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Like. I was talking to somebody about this the other day, like, you feel so, like, much younger than your siblings when you're, like, or maybe you felt older than your sisters when you were a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's opposite when you're the oldest, but, like, I always used to feel so much younger than my siblings when I was younger. But now that, like, we're all adults and, like, are, like, in our mid-late 20s, like, I don't feel that much old, like far apart from them if that yeah, makes sense. yeah yeah i know what you mean it's it's definitely certain like when you're an age you'll be in a certain kind of age range so you're in the when you were in high school and all of your siblings were in college or even some people were out of college you're definitely feeling super young but it's like mm-hmm. you know my it's weird for me to think that i'm gonna have a sister that's not in school anymore like my sister's graduating college this weekend and it's like hard 
it's it's a weird thought to be like, oh, like they're not even in school anymore. Like she's gonna be in the real world doing just jobs or you know like right. whatever. Like she's just gonna be a, a regular person at the office, not like the intern or whatever. And then I have a sister still in college too, so it's like I don't know. I've always it's weird though because this step is now the final step where my sister Olivia and I, and I are going to be in the same group and it's going to be that same group for a while, you know? Yeah. Like when I was in high school and she was in middle school, I was like, okay, well at some point she's going to be in high school and oh, I might be in high school. I might be out, whatever. Like now it's just like, okay, we're, we're now just regular adults. Now we will full be ass like, adults. Yeah. And like when you hear of people that are, hanging out let's say and they're one person's 28 and one person's 30 it's like oh that makes sense they're in the same age range and it's like that's the difference between mine me and my sister but it feels like a larger difference than like that other group that makes sense yeah no i feel you are you are you going to her graduation i forget yeah i'm going this weekend so i guess pretty busy like back half of may i'm going to uh uh, Los Angeles tomorrow. Gonna be there tomorrow night and Friday during the day, and then I got a red eye from L.A. to Virginia on a Friday. Gonna be there for shit. the weekend. And flying back up here, bro. It's gonna be. Oh gonna shit! Be I thought you were. For some reason, I thought you were going back to Cincinnati in between there, and then flying from Cincy to here. I was thinking about that at one point, but then I just realized that. Your boy needs to make that guap, you know? Like, yeah. just be sitting around. So, yeah, when we talked yeah. last week, I I remember you – was that last week? Yeah, you said you were – hadn't started the yakking yet, but now you're back on, right? I am back on, and my, my burnt feet are proof of that. My feet have gotten so burnt in the last couple of days. Like, they're super, super red, but – Oh, I was, uh, yeah, I was out on the water and have been wearing leggings cause it's a little bit cold. So that protected me from the sun. Like it's cold in the mornings mm-hmm. and, uh, just by putting on leggings, I never really thought to wear sunscreen as well, but that is a, that was a huge mistake. So for anyone out there, it's starting to become mid May it's June. Once we're past Memorial day, that's kind of the unofficial start of summer. So make sure you're wearing your sunscreen out there folks. Cause yeah, and especially when it's chilly out too. You're like, oh, I don't need to wear sunscreen. But that but, sun do be beating down. Yeah, and it beats down pretty hard every once in a while. Especially when you're at that elevation. Yeah, especially for my folk that live above uh, sea level or substantially above sea level. Uh, make sure that you're wearing that sunscreen, folks. But well, uh, yeah. other than the other than the burning on my feet, it has been really really great to be back to be honest like my I love my summer job so much especially this time of year because we're still kind of easing back into it like it's not super busy I'm getting full shifts but like it's not busy in town yet it's not busy on the lake when I'm doing the tours and stuff so it's really I I just feel really like this time of year because the shorter season's nice because it's not a million miles an hour all the time and everything crazy you know it's it's nice to be out on the lake and it's just you and the people and there's no one on boats or playing music right. or anything like I, I just think it's a really great experience for the guests but also just for myself it's really <clears throat> peaceful 
Yeah, it seems like just a lot more laid back and like the end of the ski season is probably like just very busy, but now it's like when you're easing into the kayak season, you can kind of just like do what you need to do, but you're not. Yeah, and like by the time that it gets warm out and I'm working on the mountain, I don't even really want to be there anymore anyway. You know, like the end of the ski season is kind of a grind because you're tired and like the weather's starting to get nice and it's nice to ski in the sun like don't get me wrong but you know once you have a couple of days in a row of sunshine you're like all right like let's just go and hang out on the beach now which is one thing one of the things that i love about tahoe you can ski and hang out on the beach in the same day which is pretty awesome yeah i mean how like warm is it like today like i'm looking at you right now and it looks pretty nice out but is it like it's been like in the 60s to 70s all week, pretty oh, much, wow. which is really nice because you'll get a little bit breeze, but you know, like you said about the high elevation, like the sun beats down on us pretty intense up here. So even if it's 40 degrees or 50 degrees and you're standing in the sun, you'll feel warm. Yeah. What are you, I forget what you're doing back, like where are you going to LA and then are you seeing, um, it's when? Uh, I am not seeing uh, Chase or Ethan. What's up, mate, to those fellas down in up, uh, L.A.? Huge savages. I'll, we'll see them in Austin, actually, as well. Yeah, yeah, um, that's right. But um, the reason I'm going to L.A. is Sean Clifford, a uh, buddy from high school. I want to give a big what's up, mate. Shout out to Sean. Got uh, drafted by the Packers in the fifth round. A go couple Pack, go, ago. baby. And uh, he's got some kind of marketing event thing. It's put on by this uh, trading card company. I forget the name of it. But they put on this big marketing event, which is basically an opportunity for NFL rookies to meet with memorabilia companies, but also like fashion, sports drinks, like athletic wear, just like it's just basically a way for rookies to get deals with big companies. Um, and it's pretty awesome. So Sean was telling me about that. The, he was, we were talking about it like last week. Or, what's today's Wednesday? It was probably like last Friday, last Saturday, maybe a week ago. And we were just on FaceTime catching up. And he was like, oh, like, wait, I always forget that you're living in California because, like, you know. You see pictures of Tahoe, and you don't necessarily think California right away. Right. And um, he's like, oh, I forgot you're living in California. Like, what are you doing next weekend? I was like, well, like, I got to go to Virginia for my sister's graduation. He's like, bro, like, I'll be in L.A. And he told me about the whole event. It seems sweet. And then what I'm most excited for is like, bro, you got to be there for us all to go out. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, bro, all the NFL rookies are getting together. Like, we're going to go to the club. Like, I'm, we're all spending, like, bands. Like, you got to pull No up. way. And I was like, shit, like, really? And he was like, oh, yeah, bro. Like, every NFL rookie is basically going to be there. Like, we're all going to be looking to party because we just got paid for the first time. Like, like Sean got his NFL check on Monday, like, two yeah. days ago. So this will be the first weekend of all those dudes, like, having their contract money. And – you know they are going wanting to spend it. Yeah, for twenty to like twenty-one to twenty-four-year-olds who have never been paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, like if not millions of dollars, 
like that first weekend, like, you know, they're going to want to have a good time. So he was like, bro, you got to come down. It'll be a blast. And I was like, I was like, shit, I might have to move my flight. And I, <laughs> and then I was like, dude, I don't know if my mom will be chill with it. So then we added her the fa- to the FaceTime call. And I was like, yo, mom, Sean needs to ask you a favor. And he was like, he's like, yeah, Max can't go to Virginia that early. He's got to, he's got to stay a late a night with me in LA. And then she was like, sure like whatever you want sean like sure. you added her to the facetime <laughs> yeah and then he he gave her his uh elevators pitch and she was like sure like as long as you're there like on saturday at some point like that's fine so driving down tomorrow morning thursday and then gonna be out with them thursday night friday like all day i'll do whatever if they have other stuff to do i might just hang out with some other folk but uh taking the red eye on friday night so Thursday tomorrow night should be a uh, should be a pretty good time hopefully. Damn yeah, you got a hell of a jam packed half pack of half half pack of May, but yeah, all good, all goodness. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be a uh, great time. Yeah, so I got that, and then flying back from Virginia, I got work on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday I'm flying to <laughs> Austin. So Thanks, like, boy. Yeah, I'm not really working that much, but I'm I'm taking all my time off now before Memorial Day, and then it's then it's grind time, you know. Grind. Yeah, Which and I like I'm sure you'll be, I'm sure you'll be like getting way more shifts in June than you are now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like we're running like at half the capacity of what we would do in June and July and August right now. So, like the company's cool with it. They. I am not a new employee, you know, I know what I'm doing. They don't need to train me on anything. So, like, they would prefer that I go on these trips now as opposed to, you know, June, July, August. Right. Dude, yeah, Yeah, I'm stoked. I can't believe you're going to be hanging out with all these fuckers in L.A., dude. (laughs) Yeah, dude. uh, Because of Sean, I've met Will Levis already. I don't know if you know who that is, but he he, he was supposed to be a top four or five pick that did not work out for him unfortunately but I already had met him because he was at Penn State when Sean was and he's a good guy so uh should be should be a pretty fun time I'm looking forward to it for sure trying to keep my hopes realistic you know not uh not getting my hopes up too high for certain events you know because it might just be people hanging out whatever but regardless it'll be yeah regardless it'll be good to see Cliff. Yeah, yeah, and it'll be great to see Sean, dude. It's crazy because I didn't see Sean probably, I mean, I hadn't seen, I saw him in on New Year's of this year for the first time since before COVID, and before that, I probably saw him in like the summer. I must have seen him in the summer of 2019, and then hadn't seen him at all really until this year, and now it's mid-May like in the first five months of being of 2023 I've seen him three times which is more than like literally any one of my other friends like that don't live in Tahoe which is kind of crazy so good to be seeing him again and good to link back up because we used to hang out a decent amount and then you know we both got caught up with life and different priorities so it's nice to kind of hang out and just be boys again you know, it's a beautiful thing, rekindling with the dogs. Yeah, you pick up where you liked off, and that's what's 
true sign of friendship there, Thanks. my friend. Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But um, I've also seen some pretty cool movies recently. I uh, I know that we have recently done an episode, somewhat recently, about the Oscars. And the big winner on Oscar night was yeah. a movie that you had never seen. But you are now hip to the. I'm cool with. I'm cool like that now. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're y'all might have slept on me that I had not seen <laughs> everything everywhere, but and they, dude, rightfully so, you deserve to be slept on. For yeah, that I, I honestly did. I I will take the hits for that one. Um, yeah, you just gotta eat that one. <clears throat> but no, I saw it. I watched it probably like a few weeks ago with one of my roommates and my sister. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was everything I was expecting it to be. And I mean, it rightfully so, I think deserved all the awards, um, was much more intense than I was initially expecting. I yeah. heard about the multiverse aspects and like just jumping dimensions and, um, yeah, I don't know. The, even like, side you hear like. No, you're you're right. Like out outward looking in, like how intense it, can it? Yeah, how can it? How intense can it actually be? But it was pretty fucking weird. But I loved it, and like the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis, like, what did you think of Jamie Lee Curtis in it? I thought she was good. I mean, like I said it on the Oscar pod, like I thought she was good. I thought she played her character well, but like her character was. A little bit. I mean, she was like the villain, so she was like mean and weird and kind of. She was so like, yeah. I was not expecting her to be like that at all. Yeah. But I I mean, I thought she did a good job. I don't know if she deserved the Oscar though. No. I don't think she did either. But good to see that she's still like kicking and working. You know, like (laughs) I feel like she's. I feel like she was kind of like dropped off or wasn't in much, but. Susan that, I just read something that they're like rebooting a Freaky Friday, no like way. Number, number two with her and Lindsay Lohan again. So, Damn, I mean, I I am very anxious to see how that will play out because, I mean, isn't Lindsay Lohan like fucking fucked up now? Like, <laughs> to be yeah, frank, yeah, I mean, dude, yeah, no, I. You you speak with frankness, but with honesty as well. So I I know that a few years back she was not doing well. She was off her rocker a bit. Perhaps COVID gave her the opportunity to see life in a more clear way, and I hope that that is the reality. But I honestly have not heard anything about Lindsay Lohan in a while. Let's see. Quick search. Um... Lindsay Lohan, I just said Lindsay Lohan's status. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to like her Facebook status and all that. Um, yeah, I mean, she was drink, drunk, drunk driving, cocaine. I don't know. She doesn't look bad, like, anymore. Yeah, good dude, for a while there. I mean, this was also years ago, but she was looking real bad. Yeah, but anyways... Yeah, I mean, after seeing the flick and, and everything, I thought it, like, I really thought that What's-His-Name from Goonies 
deserved yeah, yeah, that yeah. Oscar like a hundred percent. Like he absolutely murdered that role. Um, yeah, he was really heartfelt too. He's really nice. Like the the monologue he had, life. the monologue he had towards the end where he was like getting mm-hmm. super emotional, like mm-hmm. was making me emotional and definitely. Um, I don't know. He just like killed it. The fact that he was like leading the entire like. Basically, mission, the I guess of the you can mission, call. yeah, of the entire film, which really cool, and um, you can tell he was had prepared a lot for it. But that was one I saw recently that I'm glad I finally could say I had because I was feeling a little left out. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's my first one. What about you? What have you seen recently that you want to discuss? So, so. Going on kind of recent movies, there's we'll get into it in, in a bit, but you know, 2023 is kind of getting into that summer movie blockbuster zone where it's once it starts to hit May, I feel like May through September, there's just like tons of movies that are all released. And yeah. so, one of those movies that I've seen two of them that have been released in theaters recently, but the first one is the movie Air with mm-hmm. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I've really, really enjoyed Air. I had heard good things about it going in, but I honestly didn't put much mind to it before it had come out. Like I had just heard about people. I'd, I'd seen pictures of the movie and heard about the story of Nike and specifically the story of Nike getting Michael Jordan to be there uh, for him to sign with Nike. And then, right. you know, we all know what happens after he signs with Nike just because Comes the biggest athlete ever, shoe deal, whatever. Um, but yeah, I was just like, oh, that'll be cool, whatever. And then as it came out, I heard that it was getting great reviews and I was interested <clears> by it. And my roommates were really the ones that were like, oh, like, let's go and check it out. And we saw it and really, really enjoyed it. Like, I thought that the acting was really well done, the directing was cool. Uh, I, I know that you have seen that as well. So, what, what were your thoughts on air? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, it, it reminded me almost of like Moneyball a little bit, and like definitely, uh, which is like uh, another really good movie. But same thing, like the fact that they were able to pull in that many great actors for it. Like obviously Ben mm-hmm. Affleck was had a huge role in it, but he was also the director, and then Matt Damon, Jason Bateman. Um, Viola Davis. Yeah, and then the guy from Rush Hour, uh, Chris Tucker. Yeah, Chris Tucker. Um, Rush Hour with Traffic Chris. Marlon Wayans was in it for a little bit, which kind of yeah, yeah, was surprising. But yeah, it's just a really unique story. Like we all had heard about the fact that like Michael Jordan when that contract was signed, like his life changed, but I wasn't aware of how little market share Nike had at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe that's just, no I wasn't to sign with them. informed. Like they, they obviously came out as like a running shoe, but I thought that they had at least gained a little traction uh, in the basketball scene. But like, I think it was like they had, 15 or 17% of the market share of basketball shoes and Converse 
Adidas and one more, maybe. Puma. Yeah, we're like Puma. leading the charge. So um, just like seeing their strategy behind it, like how Matt Damon wanted to sign like one person, aka Michael Jordan, instead of mm-hmm. their initial strategy mm-hmm. of like three people. Um, like obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but like definitely made the right fucking move at the time. Yeah. Yeah, and it was an interesting story because, like, basically Matt Damon, I mean, not basically, but Matt Damon's character, Sonny Vaccaro, had bet his entire career on this one campaign and was like, if this doesn't work Mm -hmm. out, you can fire me. Because he was also the one that really pushed to have three, or excuse me, as opposed to having three athletes, having just one. And he was just saying that Michael Jordan was going to be the best athlete ever, you know, whatever you want to call it. And, uh... He knew from the jump that Michael was the chosen one, and he said, in order to get Michael, we got to throw all our money behind him, and we got to put all our resources into him, and he ended up signing with them, and the rest is history. There was some pretty cool, uh, like, kind of storylines there at the end, because, like, the last scene is basically him saying, okay, this is, like, we're doing this. They signed the agreement, and then they show these stats of, like, it actually was Ben Affleck. You remember when he was like, you know, how how bad uh how bad could this really be? You know, like their their department wasn't that big. He's like, you know, how many shoes do we sell? Like the most revolver <laughs> sold is what, like three million? And then in the first year the Jordan one sold like six hundred million pairs yeah. of shoes or something insane. Like like it like it had blown everything else completely out of the water and Kudos to Phil Knight trusting Sonny Vaccaro and shout out to Sonny for realizing who Michael Jordan was before everyone else did. Yeah, he took a lot of risks. Like he went behind Phil Knight's back and like yeah. took the meet took the like several times, took the meeting without like them having a firm offer and then meanwhile like Offering pissing off that they couldn't Yeah, pissing off Michael Jordan's agent. Um yeah. with going behind his back because my like Sonny went to michael jordan's parents house which like is that was a big rule no-no. number one rule number one that you don't do in that like industry i guess but he clearly was motivated and it clearly worked um yeah, he got to befriend viola davis and was like okay if you meet with converse and if you meet with adidas and they do xyz the most yeah. basic thing like he'll like be like a big brand but it won't be him it'll be the brand itself that's big and he's like if you do that just please consider taking a meeting with us and of course he called it perfectly <clears throat> they did the basic yeah they did, ex- they did exactly feel. as he said yeah <clears throat> yeah because they were like the- oh you're gonna be on the same level as uh magic johnson and larry bird, bird. and she's like all right that's that's awesome, but how is my son going to be different than them? Yeah. And they, they were kind of like, they were kind of stumped. They were like, well, uh, yeah, he's going to be on the same, he's going to be on the same page as them. Yeah, like, is that not good enough? Yeah. Like, actually, but, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought something really interesting, too, was when Sonny and, I forget Jason Baden's character name, but 
when they initially went downstairs to the basement to the shoe designer and were like, Hey, like, we have this <laughs> yeah. mock up and whatever. And they initially, he initially showed him like the first prototype or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, this is good, but we need more red or something. And no, at the was, time it was too much red. Yeah. It at the time there was, white. at the time there was a rule in place at the NBA, like that, like a percentage of the shoe had to be white. Or the player yeah, would be fine. I think over half of it had to be white. Yeah. And then if you wore those shoes in every game that you wore them in, they would get fined like five thousand dollars or something. Yeah. So they just had like a come to moment where they were like, What if we just paid the fine and made the shoe as different as possible? And they all kind of yeah, looked at each other and they were like super unique right. and flashy. Right. Oh, so, a kind of a fuck you moment to everyone else. Yeah. And the night was wasn't happy about that. I think during like the actual <laughs> meeting, but yeah, clearly it didn't matter. Yeah, they they were uh, they were more than welcome to pay those five k for every game because the Jordan one is like still to this day one of the most iconic shoes of all time. Right. What is I I guess the only other things I've seen that Matt Damon, or, sorry, Ben Affleck has directed Gone the town. Girl. Gone, oh, I forgot he did Gone Girl. The town. The savage as well, too. And then he did Argo, too, which is a great flick. Yeah, Argo's pretty sick. I mean, dude, he's honestly done a pretty good job. Like, he directed Live by Night in 2016. I did not see it. I've never really heard of it, so it didn't work out that great, I imagine. But, dude, other than that, like, Gone Baby Gone, The Town, Argo, Live by Night, and Air, like, those are, what, like, five? They're all really good, yeah. Like, yeah, pretty good, if not very good movies. And four out of the five of them I would watch, I would rewatch again. So, like, it's pretty good, you know? Yeah, I've never seen Gone Baby Gone, but... I didn't realize that they had that kind of cast. Morgan Freeman, Ed Harris, Ben's brother, yeah, Casey. His, his brother, yeah. That's kind of what put Casey on the map. I mean, Casey was in Ocean's Eleven and 12, 13, but like, I feel like that was the movie that really yeah. gave him a solo shot. And then after that, he wins the, uh, wins the Oscar for Manchester by Sea. Manchester by the Sea, if you've seen that. I haven't, but I know what it is. It, dude, it just looks so like fucking sad. <laughs> yeah, tell us that. Like, I always, I always see the clip of like him in the police station, like grabbing, yeah, going through, grabbing the cops' gun, and like trying to off himself. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I see that clip a lot yes, on like dude, Instagram yeah. and shit, and they're like, "This is yeah. like." some of the best acting or like some of the most intense scenes like ever or Um, you know like when ohio state misses the field goal to go to the national championship it's like similar similar feelings for sure some would say worse some would say that you know i'm not saying i'm not saying that will's not saying that the pod itself is not saying that it's worse however (laughs) people would say that yeah i would say it i'll I'll admit it Will's gonna stand up on the soapbox for us and just take all the heat. But yeah, that, um, I really enjoyed Air. Um, a little fun fact: 
about Air is that um, when Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were approaching Michael Jordan about potentially making this movie, um, Michael Jordan was said that the only way that they'd be able to make it is that if Viola Davis w- portrayed his mom, which I wow. think is pretty cool because he, like Viola Davis, is obviously a really powerful, strong actor. She portrays powerful women. And that's how he wants his mom to be portrayed. So, like, shout out to Michael for being that intense and adamant about his mother. And shout out to Viola Davis for saying yes and portraying her as a total badass. Yeah, she does a really good job. I mean, she's like a very heartfelt person in the in the flick. But mm-hmm. I mean, clearly, the real Michael Jordan knew how she acted in real life because i mean i'm sure his mother was just the same you know what else she's in viola davis yeah she's in a lot she's in hidden figures and um she's in the suicide squad movies just as amanda waller she's not one with the uh, the help she's in the help which yeah i feel like the one she won the oscar for the help i think is that the one with, um, there's a scene I see too a lot with her and like Denzel. Like a white lady? Nah, I don't think Denzel's in the help, honestly. <clears throat> she's in Prisoners too? What? Viola Davis, oh yeah, she's the mother of one of the girls that gets kidnapped. Oh, Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Fences, the one with Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing the trailer for that. I actually never saw the movie, though. I'm reading through this trivia, too. It looks like Viola Davis and her husband, Michael Jordan's dad, in the movie are actually married in real life. (laughs) No way. That's crazy. (laughs) That's That's funny. Is he, do you know if he's like an actor or if he just like, did that for fun. I don't know. He was kind of funny, and like he he had a couple he did a great of scenes. Job, bro. Yeah, Julius Tennant. I've never heard of him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure either. But he's uh, Michael Jordan's he's dad. Dazed and confused. Dude. What the fuck? Who is it? Anyways, that he is uh, Michael Jordan's dad. <laughs> Maybe he's like Ben Affleck's buddy in that movie. Do you remember that? When they would like go and beat up all the eighth graders. That would make sense too, because mm-hmm. Ben Affleck was also in Days and Confused. Yeah. So maybe a uh, little shout out to the homies. Yeah, I just think those sports biop or like not. I guess I wasn't even. Would you consider that like a biopic? Yeah. Like those are just like. The best type of movies like Moneyball or like, yeah, um, true stories and sports that are crazy. Yeah, like I just like um, Concussion. I really like with Will Smith. Um, yeah, dude, I've actually never seen Concussion. The only thing I know about it is that uh, my brother was going to the Northeast to tour some colleges to potentially play football there, and he watched Concussion on the plane, and then it. <laughs> fucked his head up when he was in these uh football meetings you know like just 
uh, coming fresh out of watching concussion and then yeah. hearing about maybe going to maybe school, like, don't, don't watch that movie when you're on your way there yeah i think my mom told him not to and he was like no it'll be fine like i heard it was i heard fine. it's really good mom <laughs> yeah but you know another another thing where you just gotta listen to mom you know mother's day should be every day yeah damn i didn't know louis was trying to play football up there yeah, dude, he's uh, he was the truth, bro. He was getting recruited by some of the Ivy League schools, and then broke his ankle during his senior year. So they all just kind of weren't able to offer him because he didn't have much film. You know, he was a lot of the a lot of the conversation is basically like, yeah, you know, if you continue at the level that you did in your junior year, like we'll give you an offer, and that didn't end up happening because he broke his ankle and didn't right. play for a lot of the season, but he will be the first to tell you that he is very glad that he did not play college. Yeah. Football. They didn't deserve him, bro. They didn't deserve him anyways. Yeah, he's too real for that shit. He just had to go real. And, yeah. and like, yeah, like you said, I'm sure he will always believe and, and think he made the right choice and had a lot yeah. more fun at, in Oxford, Ohio than Yale. Or like yeah. Harvard. Yeah, exactly. There's no there's no place like Oxford. Click your yeah. heels three times and it feels like you're a brick street. Yeah. <laughs> Another pretty good movie that I saw recently was actually the new Super Mario Bros. movie. Big what's up mate to the Mario Bros. Mario, Bowser, DK, all the dogs. All that the dogs. Do you see that in theaters? Movie. Oh yeah, dude. We, we watched Air and Super Mario Bros. back to back one day. No way. <laughs> yeah, it was fire as fuck. We tried to sneak into the uh tried to sneak into the second showing, but the uh Lake Tahoe movie theater is not terribly busy, especially during the day on a Monday. So the uh employees kinda snipped us out pretty quick. They uh Rats you know, dude showed us to the exit and all that, but we went back to the car hung out for a second and went back in yeah so it was a good time <laughs> so they kicked they like said hey you have to leave and then he just walked right back in hey ticket for mario <laughs> yeah basically bro. <laughs> i literally felt i like almost didn't want to go back in just because i didn't want to face the music you know just be like just have to look at them in the face be like yeah i am back after you yeah i know we fucked up, up. like yeah. give me my damn ticket i'll buy some <laughs> yeah. <more> popcorn <laughs> <laughs> exactly, bro. Like we were banking on the free popcorn refill, but of course they're not doing that. So it was a low key L, but we had two big wins just watching those movies. And the reality was that we wanted to go to both of the movies, and I would have been fine paying for them. But I've never tried to nice. do the double. I've never tried to do the double feature for free, and it was <laughs> pretty exciting going for it. But I'm I'm certain that I could do it at a different theater, especially at a different time. Because, like, I feel like you can just go and do that pretty easy. Dude, what a star-studded cast. For Mario? Here. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, dude, it's Chris Pratt. Charlie Seth Day? Rogen. Yeah, Jack Black. Anya Taylor-Joy, the chick from Queen's Gambit. Like, Yeah, Keegan-Michael Key. Yeah, he was Toad, I forgot about that. Dude, so, like, we're... Chris Pratt and Charlie, like, doing, like, it's accents at all? <laughs> um, they like, actually, did, did Charlie Day literally, like, did they actually sound deadass, like, 
what they used to do in the game, or were they more like humanized voices? No, no, they were more humanized, but um, they talked like kind of in a lighter pitch, like a higher pitch than usual. But they actually introduced it really well because the first scene in the movie is a TV advertisement for the Super Mario Bros. plumbers. Uh-huh. And in the advertisement, like it's a commercial, they're being like, you gotta come it down if you need anything. Like, call the Mario Bros. Like with a big ex- exaggerated accent. And then like after that, they're like, do you think it was too much? And they're like, no, nah, it was great. So like they kind of acknowledged it in the beginning of the movie, which was funny. Right, uh, but they did. They did do a. They did a better job with it than I thought. The funny thing that I took away from it most was uh, when the trailer first came out. They it was just Chris Pratt and uh, Charlie Day just talking normal as Mario and Luigi, not sounding mm-hmm. like they are in the video game, and like <laughs> a YouTube comment or a tweet or something just like commented on it like. Mario, why are you a Noah talker like a deez? And like it just got like a million likes on it because everybody was expecting them to talk like that in the accent. But right. I just like after I just I saw that and I got it was super funny. But going into the movie, I knew that it wasn't going to be the accents like that. But it uh it turned out to be a really good movie. I I enjoyed it a lot. It, my only complaint was that it wasn't longer. So. Honestly, was it like uh, kind of did it go into all like the like the maps and like some of the plot lines that we're familiar with or was it all like Yeah, kind of. They they would show certain spots but they wouldn't be like all right, now we're going to adventure to Luigi's Mansion. It would just like they'd kind of show Luigi's Mansion and there would be shit going down there. So like I I like that aspect of it that they didn't push anything too hard and it felt like right. it was its own universe, but you had still had the character animations were awesome. It's uh, the studio that did it is Illumination, which is the same one that does like they did Wreck It Ralph and mm. all the Despicable Me and all that shit. So they do a great job over there. And I was I was really pleased with it. And I'm looking for more, honestly. I'm uh I'm stoked on the Mario franchise. Yeah, it makes you want to play, like, the games more, I'm sure. I mean, dude, I was definitely fiending to get behind the wheel of a Mario Kart <laughs> whip. But my my Wii that I have here is broken, so it's pretty tragic for the boys. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, are your roommates, I feel like you're not much of a gamer. Are your roommates at all? Uh, no. Yeah, Kind so. of. Not really. I mean, I've never been a gamer. These guys, as they said back in the day, they would rip cod just like all the cool kids. But yeah. I wasn't allowed to have any violent video games, so now I'm, you know, a much more calm and temperate person compared to them. You know, their <laughs> brains are all intoxicated with crazy, violent thoughts. But um, yeah, I'm fortunate with... enough that I'm I'm chill here. Yeah, playing uh. Playing mature games before the age of seventeen, it's 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 pretty tight in the moment, but it yeah, turns those your brain. lasting effects of it, it, it totally turns your brain yeah. mush. So, in a dude, I would used to like, be... yeah, my brother would like have cod or whatever when I was like younger. Yeah, like he was like. So like I would like you were like yeah I would like play with him sometimes like downstairs or whatever, but <laughs> when like. 
or when he was like in college and I wanted to play the game, he would like buy the new one for me. Nice, and, what a savage. Yeah, and so when I still technically wasn't allowed to play them, I would like be ripping it in the basement, and then if I like heard the basement door open, I would just like change change the input on the TV and like yes, switch it <laughs> over to Madden in a heartbeat. Classic, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm not doing anything. Like, meanwhile, they open the door for like five seconds, just hear like gunshots and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and then they like switch, and they hear like the loading screen. You're like, oh, yeah, it's so <laughs> obvious. But... Just a classic swindle. Yeah. A classic basement swindle. Yeah, you definitely pranked the shit out of your parents. Like, they had no clue. Yeah. <laughs> um, Something else I've been watching recently, I'm not super far into it, but I started watching the show Beef on Netflix with... I've heard great things about Beef. Steven Yen, um, David Cho, who's... David Dave chose in it a little bit. I didn't really know a ton about. Is he the dude from um, the Dictator? Is he the Dictator? Um, he's like not a huge actor, honestly. Okay. He's more of just like a. I don't know exactly how he got so wealthy, but he's more of like an artist and like. I know who you're activist. talking about. Yes, yes. He's been on Joe Rogan a couple times. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't know he's like that a, he was in that show. I didn't know he was an actor, honestly. He's like a dude. He's like insanely wealthy. I guess he like got into Facebook super early and like is now like <laughs> nice hundreds of million dollars and um. Oh yeah, because he like painted. He put up a painting in the first ever Facebook office and they like could only pay him in stock or yeah. something. Yeah. And then he just it's got sh- fucking racked. Out. Yeah. He just got bands off of it. Um, he's on Joe Rogan recently and he kind of, uh, related story. Um, so I guess he's kind of like tight with John Favreau, the writer of Mandalorian. Um, and so, he was like, John, like, I love the show and everything, but, like, my suggestion is, like, you guys need some art on the walls in the rebellion towns and everything. Like, every time there's been a rebellion in every, any sort of story, yeah. there's, like, propaganda, propaganda on the walls and, like, some sort mm-hmm. of art and, and whatnot. So he was like, yeah, that's actually a really good point. Um, you should paint some art for us or, like, make some art. And he was like, well, I don't know, like... I'll, that was just my suggestion. I don't like. Well, I don't really want to. And they were like basically begging him uh, at a certain point. So he was like, "Fine, I'll do it." Paints a bunch of art, does a bunch of work for them, and they're like, "All right, like here, like we want to pay you. Like here's some money." And he was like, "No, like I don't want your money. Like I don't need any money. Like yeah. they're literally like, dude, we want to pay you. Like say a number, and we will pay you that. Like Disney wants to pay you. Like we have unlimited money." Yeah, yeah, and he's like, no, like I don't want, I don't want your money. And so they eventually worked on a compromise, and he was like, how about you just put me in, put me in the show? And so he's he's in like one scene in a Mandalorian episode. His he's coined like ringside spectator, and it, but apparently <laughs> he had 
like eight hours of makeup done and like no way learned learned some like bullshit star wars language a little <laughs> bit to say like a couple words but that's awesome that's like i feel like that's just the epitome of what he's like like he doesn't want money and yeah all that other shit but yeah i mean i get that but you know it's easy to say that once you're already racked out from facebook yeah um uh, I'll, I'll take some money the show's pretty good though i mean it's kind of a funny story like steven yan and this other chick are like just kind Allie of Wong. duking it out a lot like the opening scene is kind of intense there's like a car chase and um like beef is referring to like the like tension between them tension they have between each other and how their lives eventually start to inter intertwine in some parts and um steven yen just absolutely murders the like acting in it like i hadn't seen much i hadn't seen much of him like he was in the walking dead and everything but Mm -hmm. um he like is crazy good steven yon is awesome dude i love him he's in one of my favorite shows that's on tv right now um invincible i don't oh, know if you're familiar with invincible i've seen a yeah. few episodes yeah dude they're savage as fuck you definitely gotta tap in like season two is coming out in 2023 they say i've been waiting for it forever but it's just it's based on a comic book and our loyal listeners to the pod know that I'm a big comic guy, so I was. Oh, does he play? Does he play the son? Yeah, he's Mark. Oh shit! I had no idea. Yeah, so he's great, and Stephen Yeun is also in. Uh, I think you should leave. Shout out to uh Tim Robinson. His his new season is coming out of that show, which is super hilarious, and that show you know, is. Very so good. so funny for uh, for any of the mates out there that are looking to get into some good humor, you should uh, watch. I think you should leave on Netflix. Yeah, very easy watches. They're pretty quick, and yeah, the episodes each, are like each one is different. Long. Yeah, yeah, they're a um, bit ridiculous and may seem silly, but that's why they're so funny. Yeah. Um. There's another. I guess I'll let you go. What else have you seen? I got one more to talk about. Of things that I've personally seen. So right now, me and my roommates are kind of rotating through some shows together. Uh, we we're all of us are watching the shows Dave and Barry, which are now on TV. Nice. You know, we're a huge house. We're we're big fans of movies that are just a guy's name or shows that are just like some guy's <laughs> name. You can't get enough of that. So if you have any more single name shows that are preferably male names, send them our way and we'll get through them. But uh, all jokes aside, Dave and Barry are both really good. Dave is really funny. It's about uh, Dave is so good. Yeah, it's about Lil Dicky. If anyone knows him and his kind of his uh, story of how he rose to fame from his perspective and his. You know, it gives him a chance to point out his own flaws or work through some self-esteem issues, whatever. And it also tells his story, which is really cool. And then Barry is with Bill Hader, who's probably my favorite comedian. 
I mean, stand up is different, but like probably my favorite like sketch comedy. Yeah. Uh, comedian, and he's been running the show. This is season four, it's the final season, and it is getting sus, bro. Like, it's kind of. Well, I don't understand show. why. Dude, well, it's just an interesting show because it it portrays this dude Barry, who's a former Marine. He like did all this action. I'm not gonna like spoil it or anything. Yeah. But, um, it's, you know, he was a Marine and he was in Afghanistan. Came back, you know has full PTSD, like, really bad experiences over there and has these memories of people getting shot in the face and all this gnarly stuff. And he's trying to become an actor. And you think that his life is going to be better and you're rooting for him. You want him to get away from the violent life. And, of course, you know, he can't. And then things happen the way that they do. But it's just... It, the show... If you watch... After you watch episode one... And then you were to watch this new season, you would be like, what the hell happened here? You know, like, like completely different shows. I never like him. It's, he it's has a completely similar changed. Show, but it's just like the, the storyline itself. You're like, oh my God, how did this come to be? Like, I, I, it's hard to, it's hard to say without giving anything away. You know, I, I do highly recommend it. Season four has been really kind of interesting, but um, we'll see how it finishes up. They're still like halfway through releasing those episodes. So are you, yeah, are you fully caught up in, uh, Dave? Yeah, we're fully caught up in Dave and Barry and just watching those like episode by episode, like as they come out. Doesn't, uh, doesn't Dave come out on Wednesdays? Yeah, Yeah. it comes out on Wednesdays and then it's on Hulu Thursday morning. So that's how we watch it. Yeah, dude, I've, I'm caught or I haven't seen last week's episode. I like the one. The one before that was hysterical. The one, I mean, I don't yeah. want to spoil it either, but R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, and like how Anne Frank makes an appearance <laughs> was giving me weak. <laughs> and at the very, at the very end, when she like whips and shit, and like <laughs> yeah. everyone gets insane. Yeah, dude, that was she was like, I her, she was like, what is a whip? And he's like, well. I don't understand the question. I don't understand the question. He's just like very analytical. Yeah. And the whole time he doesn't have his Adderall, which makes him like asking all these questions that, and yeah, crazy. But and yeah. Also, just super sus. That really weird part. Um, I forget what's his face. His name. Um, his, his manager. manager? Oh, come on, bro. It's like Matt or I don't know. Andrew Santino is the, yeah. the guy's name. Um, anyways, when he's like on the phone, on the payphone, like impersonating Mike. somebody. And like he turns around and it's the breakfast waiter with yeah, the yeah, headphones. Dude. Yeah, you forgot this. He's acting super sus. Yeah. But that just like never comes back into play. I thought that it would have uh, more importance in the future as well, but maybe it was just a excuse for Mike to be all sus. Yeah, because after that he ran in the room with Anne Frank and he was like, "We gotta go." Yeah, yeah, that's a great show. Uh, highly recommend both of those. Uh, Barry's on HBO and Dave is on uh, Hulu. If anyone's interested. 
Uh, so in our other time, we've been watching uh, Succession, actually, which is a little bit more intense, longer. It's while. about time. Yeah, it is about time. I know it's been on the uh, watch list for a while. We're making our way through. We're in uh, kind of halfway through season two right now. What's and, uh, uh, What's going on in it? What's going on in the episode you're watching? They just bought at the end of last episode. They just bought the Pierce News Network that from that other family. That's okay. Like, yeah. And the network is like has high integrity, and he owns like the skewed media conglomerate, and everybody doesn't like it. But he's he just bought the other one for twenty five bill, which is pretty gnarly. Chump change. Um, what's your opinion on Greg and Tom? <laughs> hilarious bro like, yeah that little duo is awesome i the thing about that show is that i like hate every character but i like i like him obviously you know i think that's the whole point of the show is that you don't really want anyone to take over because they're all kind of like pieces of shit yeah they're all pieces of but, shit and they're all like obviously know. they're all scheming in their own ways yeah and, but except for greg i mean i it's definitely, I think of it more of a, of a comedy than, like, anything else. Like, even though it's drama, mostly, like... Yeah, I know what you mean. I think it's more comedic, in my opinion, and... I don't know. Kendall... I mean, dude, it's, it's definitely hilarious, but I just feel like a lot of people wouldn't necessarily call it a comedy, you know? Yeah, like, it's not advertised as a comedy. No, no, and it's like, when it wins those Emmys, those are for drama, right? Like... Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but it is it is really funny, and it was created by Adam McKay, who was the writing partner for Will Ferrell for all those years. Through, you know, we've talked about him before. We yeah, he did. Didn't he do Big Short too? Or yeah, um, yeah, we talked about him during the Big Short. He did. Don't look up. And don't look up. Pretty sure Vice. he did Vice too. Yeah. God, yeah. what a fucking. Guy. He's been turning out the hits like it's his fucking job, bro. And now yeah. he's doing um, Winning Time, that show about the Lakers. Oh, that yeah. Kind of, that kind of messed up his relationship with Will Ferrell, unfortunately. Yeah, well, was that just because, like, Will Ferrell didn't get a part, right? Yeah, Will Ferrell wanted to portray Jerry Buss because I guess yeah. his favorite sports team has been the Lakers. And he's always wanted to do it. And then Adam McKay gave the job to John C. Riley instead, but John C. Riley is also like really funny and they're always great for it. So I don't know. Hopefully time will mend that break because that's a pretty pretty tough one to swallow. That's a, those two are, you know, foundations of my entire sense of humor growing up on those movies, you know? Yeah, and like well, I'm assuming that Will Farrell and John C. Riley's relationship is somewhat jeopardized too. Or is that what Definitely. you were saying? It will primarily it's his relationship Adam with McKay, and but I'm yeah. sure that he's not. He's definitely not stoked that one of his good boys, John C. Riley, is is played him like that. You know, it's literally the plot of fucking Talladega Nights. <laughs> yeah, it literally is, bro. He's, he's taking his job now. He's calling himself the Magic Man and all this craziness. He's yeah, he's gonna go after his going after his wife. Yeah, taking care of his kids. <laughs> um damn yeah succession is i'm i'm like a couple episodes into the most recent season but i'm i need to catch up but yeah, you were in for you, a ride 
are you one of the people that will stand by succession? Because from what I've heard from my mother as well as some friends of mine is that the family drama kind of gets repetitive and nothing happens. Yeah. So they like end up losing interest. And I'm worried that that might happen to me and my boys. I mean, yes and no. Like, I'm trying to... Is the mo- is the season that's out right now season four? I don't even know. Or is yeah, yeah okay. So I mean, stuff like still goes on, but I mean, I can't deny that it gets repetitive and like it kind of just drags on. I'm definitely glad that this season is the last one because I don't think that they could do another one. <laughs> yeah, but I still like it just because, like you were saying earlier, as much as the characters are like annoying and you like hate them. It's just like entertaining and like these wealthy people, like the plot line is just kind of entertaining too. So yeah. um, I, I think that's a fair point, but I'll probably still ride it out just because I've made it this far, you know? Oh yeah. Finish what you started. I respect it. Yeah. I did not I finish. We're going to be the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I did not finish The Last of Us though. Did you? I did. I actually liked the last of us toward the end it was there were definitely some episodes in there that were kind of pointless and i didn't see any reason to have like i don't know i saw the reason to have them but i wouldn't advance the plot too much yeah um but it was good i mean i don't know i never really came around to the girl who was lady uh mormont in game of thrones like the main girl whatever her name is i never came around to her ellie yeah, and I think that that's a huge part of the reason that we didn't like it, but that's also a huge part of the game. So whether you like how it or many, not, you know. how many more? Like, I stopped the episode before the episode where Ellie's like in the mall the whole time. Yeah. How many more after that? that? Those were that was a pretty brutal stretch there of yeah. the movie or of the show. I'm probably just not gonna watch that one. How do you remember how many more are left after that? Because like a few, I, like three, I think. Because cause there's ten episodes, so yeah. Um, I I think that it would be like three ish. Wait, maybe I'll give that a a peep, but. Besides that, I haven't been... I'm trying to think what there's else. Only, yeah, there's nine episodes in season one, which is odd, actually. Are they doing the next season? Yeah. Say? Yeah, they're doing... Um, they're doing seasons two and three, because I guess they're saying that they're making the second video game spread over two seasons. Hmm. Which I'm down for. That means that always gives them more opportunity to put things in the movie or, or excuse me I keep saying movie put things into the show that you might have missed if you had to cut down episodes or whatever yeah yeah that's about I'm trying to think I haven't seen anything else like too riveting recently I was just thinking of one show that is very I'm very excited for to come back is The Boys um, yeah, dude, I I watched The Boys and just kind of lost it. You never finished it? Or you're saying... Ah, dude, I think I 
I got like I watched season one and then I watched like a few episodes in season two and then just lost it. I don't know. Damn. <laughs> yeah, dude, I liked it, but it just I don't know. It wasn't. Didn't cut it for, it for whatever it? reason. Yeah, for whatever reason, maybe it, it was a timing issue. You know how some things work with shows where you're watching it yeah. all in a row and then maybe you go out of town or something and you know whatever. But yeah, shit comes in play. I get it. Um. What else are what else what else is on our radar here, Max, for the summer? Yeah, yeah, I mentioned earlier that we're starting to get some summer releases. Uh, I I don't know about you, Will, but I've got a list of some of the big ones coming through. Do you maybe just want to say one that you're excited about, and then I can go back and forth or whatever, like whatever. Uh, I mean the the big one that. I know it's definitely on your list that's yeah. coming out in July is Oppenheimer. Um, that's right, folks. But. Christopher Nolan's <laughs> newest movie, Oppenheimer, about the invention of the nuclear bomb and the role that J. Robert Oppenheimer played in its invention will hit theaters in Just July. Such a crazy fucking story. That... And it's going to be really sick, guys. You know, it's... It's hard to say that a movie's going to be good or bad before it comes out, but Killian Murphy, who has been in almost every Nolan movie, came out and said in an interview that this was the best yeah. script that he had ever read, which will, to me, doesn't make sense because he was in The Dark Knight, he was in Inception, yeah. he was in He's Interstellar. He's been in a lot of good so shit. Like, He's been yeah. in a lot of good shit. Peaky Blinders, like... That's saying a lot, and he wouldn't have just obviously like just been like, oh yeah, it's like the best script like we've ever read. Yeah. Like he's meaning that, and yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I saw that quote too, and I was like, wow, that just kind of takes it to a whole new level. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> but I know you're not one to watch trailers before. You have more self control than I do in that. <laughs> in that area how are you still to... are you still clean off the trailers yeah i am but uh my roommate jack told me he's also very excited for it he said that he's not sure that it, he's ever been excited for a movie to re- be released more than this one uh but he said that he watched the second one he's like bro like please watch it like it was so sick. <laughs> i don't know man like if i don't know don't cave in Okay, man. Yeah, I'm trying not to. I might watch it like literally the day before or something. Just get get the juices flowing. Yeah, bro. I feel like if you make it that all that way though, like, do you just ride it? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel you. (laughs) But did Um, you see that second trailer that came out? Yeah, I watched it last night with my roommates. (laughs) (laughs) How was it? So good. Like, uh, I think the first one, I don't want to spoil, I mean, I don't think, you already know about this, but the first one doesn't show Robert Downey at all in it. Okay, yeah, you did tell me that. The second one, like, he pops in at the end a little bit, and I was, like, waiting for him to pop in, but, um, I don't know, they, we, like, watched a clip of the real... Robert Oppenheimer, whatever the fuck his name is, mm-hmm. after. Um, like, and I am become like him, death and all that. Yeah, I am become death, the killer of all 
world. Destroyer of world. Destroyer of world. Um, but Killian Murphy and him like look pretty dead on. Um, really? Killian Murphy like oh, looks, yeah. looks pretty old in it. Like, but he honestly is like getting pretty old. Like he doesn't look like it. Yeah, he looks pretty young, but I actually do remember looking up. He's how old he's like 40? he's forty six. Like okay, I guess that's not super old. Yeah, but I mean, dude, when you think about it, like he first debuted in the Dark Knight movies and the first one, Batman Begins. Like you showed up as Scarecrow, which I think is probably the first thing I ever saw him in, and that was in mm-hmm. like two thousand six or something. You know, that's like. It's crazy to think, but that's a long time ago. Yeah, point. that's a long fucking time ago. I mean, it's almost 20 years ago, so. Literally. Yeah, and he was in, like, 28 Days Later. I never saw those, but, like, those are those, like, zombie movies. Right? Mm. I'm not, I'm honestly not familiar. Yeah, I mean, he was, that was in 2002, so, like. He's been on the scene young. for over 20 years. Yeah. Um. Regardless, that's, I mean, that's the one I'm probably looking forward to the most mm-hmm. of this summer. Um, we know that whenever Christopher Nolan has a project, he keeps it under wraps a lot. And, like, he hasn't had a movie since Tenet, right? Yeah, so, and that was, what, 2017? Yeah, so he... No, 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 these are big... I'm tripping. Yeah, 2020, but... These are his his projects are heavily funded, heavily backed, mm-hmm. packed with a star studded cast. So, yep. I mean, you know, it's going to be a hit most likely. Um, and I couldn't be more excited, but those are my yeah. thoughts on Oppenheimer there. Yeah, dude. Uh, quick thing I want to add um, before we move on is that. This movie has a reported runtime of roughly three hours, which would make it the longest oh, yeah. Nolan movie of all time. Which, uh, you know, I'm down for. Give me, give me. Yeah, all I mean that makes you makes me way more excited. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it gives me tingles. Damn. Yeah, yeah I guess. Like his other ones have to be up there, though. Like. Oh yeah, I mean, like Inception and Interstellar are both like two thirty plus. Yeah. That extra 30, though, is, that's going to be... That's where the good stuff is. Yeah, that's where the good stuff is. <laughs> uh, some other movies that I'm excited for is actually the new uh, Indiana Jones movie, Dial of Destiny. I think that should be pretty cool. It's uh, supposedly the, the conclusion of this series, so we will see if that actually happens. But, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited to see Harrison Ford do his thing one last time as old Indy. Dude, yeah, he's still kicking on that role, which is insane. Um, I mean, dude, the first time he appeared as uh, Indiana Jones was probably a couple decades ago. Oh, easily. Like. 70s? What was the first one? Kingdom of the. No. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. 1981. 1981. So 32 years later. Pretty wild. He's old as fuck. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's old as dirt and he's so mad about it, which is so funny. He's actually 80? Yeah. Wow. He's so he's mad, mad about it. <laughs> yeah. He's always pissed and now it's hilarious. Yeah, I'm so fucking old. But uh, clearly he, he can still fucking act. 
So, yeah. I mean, d- dude, he's Indiana. Like, you're going to tell this guy no? I I think I saw that. Actually, I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> yeah, you're all good. Uh, one thing I want to mention about that movie that I'm excited for in particular is that it's directed by James Mangold. Um, for those that who don't, who might not know who James Mangold is, he directed Ford versus Ferrari and Logan. Logan being the movie, the solo movie about Hugh Jackman's Wolverine aging and becoming like a old, decrepit eight, like you know, guy basically. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I love that movie, and I'm excited for the. Uh, movie to come out in his interpretation with Indiana. Steven Spielberg also came out and said that he was very impressed by it and his literal quote was I thought only I could make these movies. So I guess if Steven Spielberg is saying that then it certainly has the same feel as the original ones but maybe it's remixed in a little way toward James Mangold so I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's quite the kind of blessing that he got from Spielberg, you know? Yeah, definitely, right? Literally, like, one of the goats is, like, just saying, Yeah, the super famous franchise that I created, like, you did a good job. Right. Which is not what happened to J.J. Abrams when he took over the (laughs) Star Wars movies. Star Wars. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, um... A little bit, uh, another thing about James Mangold, just nerding out for a sec here. James Mangold is in charge of the Swamp Thing project for the new DC film universe that uh, James Gunn is heading. And like I said earlier on the pod, I'm a big comic guy. I love DC in specific, and Swamp Thing is one of my favorite characters. I think he's super badass and kind of a lesser known character. So I'm really excited about his take about that because the tone that I get from Logan is like that dark kind of anti-hero and that's a little bit what Swamp Thing is because he was Mm. originally a human and then is a scientist and wants to test out this theory that like you know how plants can regenerate themselves and he wanted to see that involvement with mankind and then becomes a living incarnation of the natural world and I'm a big nature guy too, so I always like re- reading comics where the swamp thing comes and fucks up like this greedy businessman right. who's trying to exploit the environment, all that kind of classic shit. So I'm I'm really excited for the swamp thing. That's one of my all time favorite superheroes, without a doubt. Yeah, so he's doing a a film on it, right? Just like a. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm seeing it used to be, dude. It was a show. They made a show about it on. The CW. CW, yeah, I saw the that had to have like missed. Like, yeah, I mean, it didn't get a season two, so uh, it couldn't have been that good. A lot of the diehard fans wanted season two, though, so maybe I should give it a second chance. But I, uh, I, I just wasn't a huge fan. Like of it getting canceled without being able to tell the full story, I wasn't sure if I'd be able to appreciate it fully. But. Um, Right. Okay, I just got to so, give it another chance. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I thought, I know you really like the Riddler and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Do you think 
that they're kind of similar type of villains or nah dude because he's not a villain i mean riddler's riddler's yeah riddler's not like a hero at all he's more of like a he's like how like i mean you don't know who john constantine is i'd imagine no no he's a fucking savage too he's a wizard he's so sick um but he and john constantine do a bunch of shit he's honestly kind of like he's got some batman characteristics to him where he's like very stoic and like no nonsense but just that what i think is so sick about him is that he is he has connection to every living plant on earth so like he can like just create plants out of nowhere and he's kind of like poison ivy but like sicker and less of a villain like he never does like what's cool about swamp thing is that like he does not give a fuck who you are like if you're fucking with the earth like he will come and like wreck your shit you know like he does not care so like that's what i think is cool about him that he just basically plays by his own rules he obviously fights for justice in a way that like you know you're fighting for the green and the earth who can't talk for themselves i have this like picture saved on my phone that's a little comic square that i read that basically was like he was saying like if i don't stick up for like those who don't have a voice then who will you know so i'm a huge fan of that concept as well just basically how like when these plants are when like shit is getting deforested like the plants can't speak for themselves so someone has to so i like that whole aspect of it as well so he's a kind of a layered character Uh, you know that I'm a big Watchmen guy too, and he. Uh, so Watchmen, the comic was written by Alan Moore, and Alan Moore had like a super famous run on Swamp Thing too. That basically jumped him onto the scene, and then after Swamp Thing, he was able to get his own comic and write Watchmen. So, it was basically what set him up to do Watchmen, which is, for my comic fans out there, is regarded as one of, if not the best, singular comic book of all time. So, I love Watchmen. He's a savage. Yeah. Long story short, I'm excited for Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Have they released like a or teased a release date for Swamp Thing, or is it still like in development or production? It's yeah, it's in development. I think it's like coming out in 2025 or 2026 or something. Yeah. James Gunn just basically made this whole like 10 year plan or whatever, and I was just excited to see that Swamp Thing was in it, but it also did get me a little bit nervous. Just because, like, you know, DC has a history of fucking up really cool characters, and I just hope that does not happen to my boy because he's so unsung and so sick that yeah. I want him to get his flowers, bro. You know, give credit where credit's due. I'm, I'm getting real passionate tonight. I don't know what what it is about me. Oh, I like it, dude. What else we got? Um, let's see, yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, with uh, Scorsese and Leo. That one's going to be like three hours and 40 minutes. Three hours and 26 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, holy shit. Scorsese's still kicking, clearly. He's not going anywhere. Um, of course not. He's a goat. Why would he? Let's see when that release date is. I think that's like in the fall sometime, like October maybe. 
God, the flower flower movie. moon as a term sounds like the fall time for for whatever reason to me. Yeah. But yeah, following the members of the Osage tribe in the United States are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s, sparking a major FBI investigation involving J. Edgar Hoover. Ooh. Wait, fucking three makes into there. De Niro's in it too. Shit, Brendan Fraser's oh, in I it. I forgot that De Niro's in it. Hey, shout out to our boy Brendan Fraser. Shout out to him for the whale, which neither of us have seen, so we can't yeah. really call him our boy. But so is dude Jesse. I keep seeing more and more about this Jesse Plemons dude. Um, yeah, the dude from Friday Night Lights, the chubby one. Yeah. Or he got chubby afterward. Or wait, maybe him, him and um. Fuck, there was just a bunch of clips of this guy. Fuck, what's he in? He's like in We're the Millers. Um, the son oh, in We're the Millers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was Adam Warlock. He's been in like... Guardians. Yeah, he's been in... Up, dude. What was his fucking name? Yeah, bro? dude, he, he looks great from compared to what he looked like in he looked We're like the Millers. Fucking, yeah, he looked like dweeb. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's that. What else was on here? The new Willy Wonka is coming out with our boy Chalamet. No way. I forgot about that. Will Poulter's his name, by the way. Yeah, that's right. I forgot um, that he was going to be the like younger version of Wonka. That's honestly a great yeah. casting for him. Yeah, I think he's going to do great. That's coming out like around Christmas time, but I forget who was directing it. Um... Paul King. I don't know if I know him. He did Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's still on the come up, which kind of makes sense for this movie. But this this is yeah. definitely like a stepping stone movie, going from Paddington to Wonka. But, um, right. Talking a little bit more about Chalamet. He's yeah. Speaking of uh, movies coming out with Chalamet in it, our boy Paul Atrodi. Paul Atreides, one of the best names in cinema history, is going to be back on the big screen with Dune Part 2 in uh, November, I believe it is. Yeah, we were left on a big cliffhanger, kind of, on the first one. So we've been waiting a long time for this uh, this one to come out. And yeah, we, were, we were a little disappointed in the lack of screen time from our girl Zendaya. So we're hoping to see more. Yeah. I'm, um, they better not do that to us again, bro. They can't. No way. I don't think that they will. I don't think that they will, but I get it. I mean, I didn't, obviously, neither of us have read the book, so we didn't know much about her character. But Louis, my brother and recurring guest here on the What's Up, Mate yeah. podcast. What's up, Mate, Louis? He, he said that it was uh, in the book. She doesn't really show up till halfway anyway. So, you know, they're staying Damn. true to the book. They did us, they did us dirty. Yeah, um, marketing team got us a little bit. I was going to see the movie regardless, but, you know, it's all good. Some other, dude, some other new faces in this second one, which is crazy. Yeah, uh, Austin Butler and Florence Pugh. Yeah. Pretty big ones. Have you seen, like, the, the, the stills and pics of Austin Butler in it? Dude, he looks fucking sus. He's so weird. <laughs> It's horrible. He's like hella scary. Yeah. Like going from Elvis, Elvis to like him looking like that is just yeah. crazy. 
Uh, like but I'm excited to, to see what he's like. But we got Javier Bardem. Bardem. Um, oh, he was in the first one. Shit. I actually like him a lot. Yeah, he was only at the very end there. Yeah, he played... God, that one scene where... The fight? No, when he, like, kind of first gets introduced in the film, when he walks into the Atreides, like, chambers, and mm -hmm. he's, like, kind of pissed, like, what are you guys doing here? Like, we're this is, like, our land. Um, and they, like, come to an agreement, and he, like, gives a side-eye to Paul Atreides, and he's, like, speaks in the native tongue, like, I know yes. you, or something, like, yes. that shit gave me I chills. you, or something like that. Yeah. yeah so um, and then we got our gal, Florence Pugh, who's gonna be playing a bigger role in this, and then her, her job is Walken. hot princess. Yeah, Christopher Walken is in this movie. He's a legend, bro. He's so sick. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say I don't know. I'm probably most excited for Oppenheimer and Dune too. But yeah, I kind of forgot about Killers of the Flower Moon, and there's definitely some that we're missing here. I've got two that I'm really excited for as well that we haven't uh, touched on. Let it rip. So the first one is the new Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh yeah, and that's gonna be a huge banger as. My boy Jack knows below me right now. Yeah, that's what he said. Huge banger. What but say? it will be, honestly. <laughs> that it's going to be super sick. Tell, but I'm outside right now. You can hear my roommate's car, I'm sure. So go ahead, Will, and talk so I can mute myself. No, I, I think I had seen a trailer or something about this, but I didn't realize it was... Um... The cast, like Daniel Kaluuya's in it, Oscar Isaac, Mr. Atreides himself, um, Brian yeah, Tyree Hen Brian Tyree Henry, aka Paperboy. Yeah, Paperboy, um, Paperboy. And it looks like Nick from New Girl is also in it, which is kind yeah, of he funny. was in the first one as like a version of Peter Parker, Spider Man. So what's kind of, I didn't realize it was a, like, a sec, there was a second film. Like, what's the preface of the this version of Spider-Man? Did you see the first one, by any chance? No. Yeah, the first one is all time. Like, honestly, one of the coolest, if not the coolest animated movie I've ever seen in terms of the way that they animate it. Like, it's hard to explain, but it was basically like a, old timey like 1940s to 50s style comic book where like there would be punches and then it would go like bang or whop or whatever and like multicolored but like there's this spider verse where there's tons of different spider men and one of the main yeah. villains is like it's called like mr small or tiny or something he's obviously this huge guy like he's like dabbling in the spider verse or the multiverse and there are a bunch of spider men that have to come and save the day whatever but I'm not really sure what the storyline is overall, but the first one, dude, if you've not seen it, you've got to see it. Is it really cool? Is animation. it into the Spider-Verse, that one? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, dude, I've seen it probably like, I mean, it came out in 2018. I probably, in the first two or three years that it was out from 
2018 to 2021, I had seen it probably like six times. Like, it's, I was a huge it definitely fan. like yeah. Just from looking from at some of the images, it like looks like a different type of animated movie. You know? Yeah, it's really it's really unique and cool because it's 2D, and I as a I don't know I love animation too, and I think that a lot of 2D movies are kind of going away. So it's cool that they're continuing that art form. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. highly recommend. I'm guarantee that it's going to be a bit. Ba- I mean, I can't guarantee that it's going to be a banger, but if it is half as good as the first one, it will be very good. And a little fun fact about the new spider verse movie across the spider verse is that it is the longest ever animated movie with a theatrical release, which is kind of interesting. Hmm. Two hours and 20 minutes. That is, I mean, is it like rated PG and shit, or are they like cursing in this shit? It was PG thirteen. The other one was, so I'd imagine that this one's more the same. Yeah, like that. Yeah, so I'm really excited for that. And one other movie is uh, the Flash. You know, it's oh yeah. Like I said I'm a big DC guy. I'm ride or die. I'm have such low expectations for these movies, but I love the characters so much that I'm always going to watch them and check them out. Like I went and saw Black Adam in theaters and like everyone hated that movie, but I thought there were a lot of cool acting performances, whatever. Like, I don't know. I just, I really like that the, the comic that they're basing it off of because it's um, a big, it's like the most famous flash story that there is. And basically he has to run so fast that he time travels in order to change things in the past. And then right. of course, like meets his former selves. He's going to, he's going to like run so fast. He goes to different universes where he's going to meet Tim Burton's Batman, Michael Keaton from back in the late eighties, early nineties, like Michael Keaton's going to be in it. So I'm yeah, really excited. I saw I heard it. great things. Have you seen the trailer for this one or no? I saw the trailer. Nah, I've or I've seen some things on TV, and every time I'm watching it, my roommates are just like, "This looks so bad," and I'm like, "Yeah, it probably will be," but of course, I'm still. I think it looks sick. Like, and I'm I don't know. I like the universe and everything, but yeah, I'm not like as big of a fan as you are. But I think it looks great, and the fact that they're bringing back Michael Keaton, I think, is sick. And yeah, so. What up? Isn't there some sus things going on with Ezra Miller, though? Yeah, that's another reason what? that I was kind of... I don't of know what happened. Ezra Miller is basically just, like, a huge piece of shit and, like, has all these allegations of, like, assault, harassment, right. like, some sexual harassment stuff, maybe with some fucking underage mixed in there. Like, definitely some sus shit. He's got, like, been videoed being an asshole in public and stuff, so, like, I hate Ezra Miller as a person. I never thought that he was good as the Flash. Like, I think he portrays the Flash in a really childish way. And yeah, I don't know if that's his fault or the studio's fault, whatever. But I've never really been a fan of his rendition of the Flash. But like I said, I've heard good things. Tom Cruise saw it, said that he liked it. So I trust the boy Tom. Hey, hopefully gotta it, uh, trust the boy Tom. Yeah. Um, hopefully it works out. Yeah, I mean, and, and you're not, yeah, you're not watching it being like, oh, Ezra Miller is so sick in this. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm maybe watching it despite for him. the storyline and like see what happens to Flash. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully the movie's good. But if it's not, then that's exactly what I'll expect. You know, I can't be can't be disappointed if your expectations are very low. So that's, yeah. that's unfortunately what I've come to think about the DC movie franchise, despite super sick TV shows and animation and. Just a bummer overall, but we will. Uh, only time will tell, I suppose. A lot of good shit that is coming up, and I mean, we only hit on the tip of the iceberg here of what's coming out in twenty twenty three. Like, definitely missed on some yeah. shows that are coming out, but I can just name some things real quick that people are going to be excited yeah. about that we haven't touched on. Um, playing now, Vard- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Uh, a lot of people are big Guardians folks. I'm personally never was really a big Guardians guy, but um, heard good things. I've actually heard that it was the best one yet. So uh, shout out to those guys. Uh, shout out to my boy James Gunn, who was the writer director of Guardians of the Galaxy one, two, three, and then he moved over to DC. So hopefully he'll bring some of that success with him. Uh, some other movies that are coming out: Fast X which is reportedly the second to last. I guess Fast 11 will be the final movie. I thought that this was going to be the last one, but I guess not. So we will uh, we'll see how it goes. Jason Momoa is the villain, so it's, I feel like it was inevitable that they would just get another big, strong, famous actor to be the villain. Like they had The Rock for a while, and then Jason Momoa, and I'm sure, like, you know, there's other muscle guys that I can't think of at this point that were in it, but, you know, for anyone that's obsessed with that, Fax X is coming out, and um, <clears throat> Elemental, which is the newest Pixar movie, is coming out. Uh, I guess it's by the same group that did Inside Out, which I'm a huge fan of, so hopefully that pans out. And uh, the last one that I have on here that people are going to be stoked about is uh, the new Barbie movie. So that should be a uh, that should Hell be a fun yeah. one, honestly. Like yeah, I'm very int- I'm very intrigued on what it's going to be like. Like yeah, I think it's going to be funny. Like I think it'll be good. I mean, Margot Robbie as Barbie is super classic. No one saw that one coming. And then uh, Ryan Gosling as Ken. Like that's a pretty solid duo. I don't know if I'm gonna be interested enough to buy a ticket to the movie or anything but i'm sure that's yeah i'll end up watching it yeah i don't like is it i'm curious if it's gonna be like yeah like comedic or like any drama like i feel like it has to be comedy and like how how extensive they'll be with the comedy like is it gonna be crude or like is it gonna be rated pg like that's what yeah. i'm curious about i feel know? like it's gonna be like a pg one where they do like a joke of once in a while yeah, it's going to be, like, very, like, Ken's getting in fights with, like, jocks, other jocks yeah, and beach yeah, boys yeah. and shit, and, like, they're going to be like, oh, what the hell, what the hell, like. <laughs> yeah. Michael um, Sarah's in it, too, which is sick. I'm excited yeah. about him. Savage A couple boy. other ones that I have that we haven't mentioned, but, um. Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. Yes. Um, Forgot that is that. looking real nice. Obviously with That's a crazy real cast. Real nice. Yeah, crazy cast that we're excited for. Um, 
I just missed another one. Shrek Five. Fuck yeah. What? Um, so that's coming out. So summer are these not coming out in the summer? They're coming out in like the fall and winter. Yeah, some of them might be later, but okay. Hey, still got something to look forward to. Hey. There's one more. Um, of course, I'm excited. That's kind of yeah. There's new Little I mean, Mermaid sh- live action yeah, Little Mermaid, Mermaid coming out in a couple weeks here. Tinker Bell or like Peter Pan isn't that shit coming out soon? Yeah, that's going. I think that's going straight to Disney Plus. Um, the new Mission Impossible is coming out. Yeah, White Man Can't Jump. Tommy. Yeah, with that's uh, looking... Jack Harlow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'll watch that one either, but I feel like it could like just whiff very badly. <laughs> I think it, does, it probably will, but we'll hey, only time will tell. Yeah, I'm. I'm more intrigued to watch the original. I've never seen it, and it's. Woody Harrelson and um, I want to say Wesley that? Snipes. I think you're right. I'm, I can picture his face. He was also in Major League. Yeah, it's Wesley Snipes. What a name. Great name. Have you ever seen the uh, Blade movies with him? No. Blade? Yeah, it's like a, another comic movie, but... Uh, it kind of looks like, Ma- looks like the Matrix. Kinda. Yeah, kind of. I think it's like Matrix mixed with like a underworld. Oh, vampires. Yeah. Vampires are walking the earth. Sounds kind of sick. Gotta take them down, baby. Yeah, no, I've heard they're savage. I've just never seen them. I wasn't sure if you had either. That is about all I'm excited for, but we got a lot more. That we're going to be discussing on here. Any any closing thoughts here, Max? My only closing thought is that I'm surprised that we made it this long. Honestly, this is a longer episode than I anticipated. I thought that we were just going to talk about movies, and I don't know. I, I didn't expect an hour forty minute long pod. So yeah. uh, thank everyone for grueling through these last few hours with us grinding it out and it's great to be back great to talk to you again will i know we've got some exciting things coming up in life and i'm sure that our next episode is not going to be for another couple months because we're busy guys but it is uh, busy guys we're just glad to be back glad you guys are still listening to us hey and if you're if you're not hey that's cool too but we appreciate you loyal ones out there yeah just uh, if your friends are telling you like, yeah, you know, I started out what, like listening to What's Up Mate, got kind of whack, whatever. You can just tell them like, hey, that's fine. You're blowing it. Like they're putting out yeah. great content all the time. They they won't be hearing from us, which is fine either. But yeah. hey, they, they can do whatever. I won't talk to them, but that's fine. If they want to have their days filled with mundane afternoons with no laughter, you know, that's more than welcome. They're more than welcome to do that, but uh, uh, they are missing out on some good stuff. We got to close this before we keep talking at each other, Will. Yeah. All right, Max. I will be seeing you in about a week and a half. I'm stoked on it. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, Always forget to say what's up to your mates, and uh, we'll catch (laughs) you in the next one. Did you just say always forget to say what's up to your mates? Always remember to say what's up to your mates. (laughs) And uh, And if you forget, it's all good. Yeah. Hug your homies. Yep. See you guys.